Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. Hey, and welcome to Sports Info. Yeah, one of these days I'm going to get rid of that Sam thing. But anyway, you got Daryl rolling on hold his solo. Um, you know, before we get into this NFL draft, and it's, it's here and gone now, guys. We, we just have to wait and see how these athletes pan out. You know, um, some are going to be great and some are going to be bust. You know, it's just, just a matter of time to wait and see. You know, um, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But... Over the weekend, I went to a football game. The score was 6-0 um, going into the late into the fourth quarter. And the team that had zero went down and almost scored and didn't. The guy pulled his flag on the one-yard line, and they were not able to score. What an exciting game. And my grandson teams won 6-0. Wow, wow, oh, man, this flag football is about to, it's, it's a, it is a nice filler when the NFL season is um, is it, not available. And uh, it's just really so good to see my grandson out there doing his thing and playing quarterback and cornerback. And, hey, that's enough of that. Hey, um, the NFL draft, let's talk a little bit about that. You know, in this NFL draft, it was um, – a lot of people are going to say, hey, Baker Mayfield, first player selected by the Cleveland Browns. Now, hey, it's um, nothing, nothing, against, um, nothing against Cleveland Browns, but I really thought they could have went and got this guy, Bradley Chubb, uh, and maybe got him in the in, – they had two picks in the first – for the first pick and the fourth pick. And Denzel Ward, a cornerback out of Ohio State, was their second pick in the first round than with the number four pick. So here it is, the Cleveland Browns have two picks in the very first two picks. And here it, they take guys that are almost unknown. And passing up on, on an opportunity to take um, um, Barkley, the, the number two pick that the Giants took, Maybe they didn't want to take a running back with the very, very first pick. But they missed an opportunity to have Barkley and Bradley Chubb in the first round, which I thought would have just just changed the whole dynamics of their team. You know, last year they went out and got a defensive end. Um, A lot of people questioned. But this year, I mean, this was a real, real man-child coming out in this kid, Bradley Chubb. I think he is the real deal. I, I really think um, I think I, I just think he he's he's the up and coming or something something really really special. So the Cleveland Browns that's that's what they did in in the NFL draft. You know I I'm still I'm still questioning some of the moves that are happening in Cleveland um, and and I shouldn't because um, one of my former teammates is uh, one of the. Um, Assistant GMs out there, I think that's his title, uh, Alonzo Heisman. 
Um, so uh, Highsmith has been around the game forever. You know, he's since since he stopped playing, with, I think, with the Dallas Cowboys or the 49ers, um, or maybe not the 49ers, um, uh, Green Bay Packers. He's been a scout and worked in man in in management of some sort for the Packers. So he he's he has a, a good eye for talent. I trust his eye for talent, but I just don't trust a quarterback that's that's less than six one. It's just it's just something about me that has a has it's it's hard for me to trust a quarterback that's um that's less than six one. And we hear stories about Baker Mayfield that um he's he's less than six feet. You know, and I, I and we'll we'll hear people make the comparison that hey man, Drew Brees was um you know, he's not very tall. He's six feet. And they have Baker Mayfield listed here six one two fifteen. Now we've had we've heard that he was less than six feet at one point. So we'll see how 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 this works out. Um, still question Baker Mayfield as the number one player selected in this year's NFL draft. Um, the number two player selected, Saquon Barkley, with the Green Bay with the uh, New York Giants. I really think that is that's I think that's going to be a good pick. Because I think the Giants, um, and, and a lot of people are questioning this pick. You know, a lot of people are saying that um, that um, the, the Giants should have went for a quarterback. You know, a lot of people are saying that, um, hey, a lot of people are saying the Giants quarterback is overrated, um, washed up, and his Super Bowl days are behind him. But, hey, I'll say this about Eli Manning. Um, he's a proven winner, and maybe he just needs some, um, some, some weapons around him. Uh, we saw what Dak Prescott did with Ezekiel Elliott, and, Dak, and, and we saw what he did without Ezekiel Elliott. So I think uh, Saquon Barkley is comparable to we can compare these two guys, Ezekiel Elliott and Barkley. I think they do a lot of things, similar things, and we might even have a whole lot more, a whole lot better attitude from Saquon Barkley than we probably going to ever get from uh, Ezekiel Elliott. I don't think we're going to see us. Uh, I hope we don't see Saquon Barkley um, doing some some foul things on a boat to a woman and just getting in all kind of mess because he's he's able to you know it's just I don't think we're going to see that from Saquon Barkley. I think we see uh, uh we're going to find a lot more humility from him. Um I don't know. Maybe I I I don't know why, but that's just what I think and I think um I think they'll be able to do a lot of the same things. I think he'll catch the ball well out of the backfield. Uh I think he'll run the ball very good between the tackles outside the tackles. I think we're going to see him a, a, a good blocker, a smart guy. Uh, and from what I understand, he's going to make $31 million right off the top because he is a running back and the second player selected in the draft. Now, you know, a lot of people saying, you know, they have to protect uh, Eli Manning. Well, the second pick for the, um, for the, um, for the Giants was um, – Will Hernandez, a guard out of Texas El Paso. So with their second pick, they did make an effort to um, to do some things to help Eli Manning. Well, 
and we all know that um that the New York Giants um it's it's Odell Beckham has a whole lot to do with how well this team plays. And he has to stay healthy. He has to keep his name out of the headlines. And um if he can do that, I think I think he's gonna be this team is gonna be pretty good. You know, he's a he's a, a dynamic player, can do a whole lot of really good things. And I, I just think that um I I think that we're gonna um we we can see this team um, maybe doing some things, and the Giants still take, did take a quarterback in the fourth round uh, with the eighth pick in the fourth round. Uh, Kyle Lutetta uh, out of Richmond. You never know. You know maybe that's just another arm for uh, for training camp. Uh, a lot of teams, you know, pick up quarterbacks late see what it is and, you know, and have them around on practice squad for a while. And a lot of times it's just uh, not we're out their quarterback um, in the first round. So, you know, now some teams that I was really interested in seeing how, how what, what they were going to do in the NFL draft, team that's closest to me, I always talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tom Coughlin is our man now. You know, it doesn't even matter who, who our coach is because Tom Coughlin is a man. You know, Tom Coughlin won a Super Bowl in, um, in, in New York, two Super Bowls, and he, and he did a lot of thing, good things here in Jacksonville. So, you know, when, when the Jacksonville Jaguars took this guy, um, uh, I guess his name is Taven Bryan out of Florida, defensive tackle. Um, this is not one of these really name brand names that we've heard a lot about. But the Jaguars had the 29th pick in the first round, the 29th pick in the second round, the 29th pick in the third round, the 29th pick in the fourth round, and the 29th pick in the sixth round. So, you know, this is a team that's on the rise, and you can best believe when you're on the rise, um, you don't you don't get a you don't you're not gonna get good draft picks. That's just how it is, and uh, and 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 Jackson and Jacksonville is on the rise. Yep. Hey, um, we got Ray on the line. Ray, what's happening? Hey, Daryl, how are you? I'm just listening that you know this thing with the Giants. Uh, 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 Manning has benefited by a good offensive line up there, and uh, I think if uh, they continue to have that kind of offensive line, uh, Barkley will be stepping into a good situation. Uh, the, the Giants with uh, Co- uh, Coughlin up there and uh, Jerry Reese, when they were drafting, they got those offensive defensive linemen that, like you say, a lot of them weren't the uh, the marquee names out there, but they play well and uh, they own the pit. So, hey, I I would agree with you. I think um, I think Saquon Barkley is going to make a big difference in New York. But a lot of people are saying that the Giants should have taken a quarterback. You know, how much longer is Eli going to be there? You know, they had an opportunity to take. You know, one of the um, they they had an opportunity to take the 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 quarterback that the Jets took, uh, but they didn't, you know, um, um, Sam Donald. Um, so it's, it, it, they're going to, they're not, maybe, maybe they're saying that Eli is going to be there for another, he's going to be healthy and able to produce for another three years or maybe even four years. But when we've seen what he's done in the last couple of years 
and and maybe it's maybe it's because um he didn't have weapons around and they definitely haven't really had any kind of running attack um so I'm not so sure about 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 this pick um I like Saquon Barkley I love the fact that he went to the New York Giants with the second pick but I'm not so sure if the Giants could have taken a quarterback and uh actually let him sit on the bench for a couple of years. But then, I don't know if Eli's ready for that either. And you know he has a big part in this management. Hey, Ray, I want you to hold on, man. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about this NFL draft. And I know Ray want to talk about what's going on in Washington with those Redskins. <laughs> and we'll be right after these messages. We'll be right back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. Want to get inside of the minds of the players and coaches? We'll talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college football. We'll review and preview the week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Sports. If you're looking for more information on firearms and the shooting sports, check out Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan. Kelly is the owner of McMillan Fiberglass Stocks with over 40 years of experience. Now he's ready to share some industry luminaries and their perspectives with you. If you're interested in firearms, whether it be for shooting, for fun, competition, hunting, or self-defense, Kelly is here to share his wisdom and experience. Listen live for Taking Stock with Kelly McMillan, Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We're talking big game adventures this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. While most seasons are still months away, that doesn't mean we can't start preparing for our fall pursuits right now. Joining us is Jenna Waller, host of Skullbound TV, Derek Ratliff, president and founder of Horizon Firearms, plus Tom and Nick of Become One. It's presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Ray on the line. Ray, what's going on, buddy? Man, I'm I'm hanging in there, and you know this is the time of year for a sports junkie that you just can't get enough of it. The draft, the NBA playoffs. Uh, I, I'm I'm a big follower of uh, Joe Gibbs Racing, and uh, he didn't win it this week, but uh, Kyle Busch had won three in a row there. So I mean, uh, baseball is going strong. Last night you had the Yankees and uh, the Angels. Uh, you can. 
you can get your full full of it now with uh, sports. I mean, a real attic uh, as far as these sports things now. Hey, man, don't forget about the NBA playoffs that's going on, too. Oh, my goodness, man. It's just, hey, it, it, it's, it's incredible. It's, you're right. And now when we just had the NFL draft last week, so you're right, Ray. We we can get out full of of, uh, of of any sports right about now, you know. But right now we're talking about that NFL draft. And how you think your Redskins did in the NFL draft? I uh, was pleased with the uh, first pick when they took uh, the defensive lineman out of Alabama, and uh, I think we now have four uh, Alabama defensive guys in the last two or three years. Uh, and I'm I'm just giddy with the running back that Washington picked up. You know, you see Dallas down there, our big rival uh, with uh, Zeke, and then uh, the Giants picking up Barkley. But Washington got this uh, Darius Geis, and uh, I, I think it's going to be very interesting to see that NFC East with those running attacks. Hey, I, I think you're right. I really think you're right. And I, I really like this kid, Geis, coming out of college. He did a lot of good things, catching the ball and um, running the ball. Uh, and he's he's a little bit bigger than I thought he was, too. I thought he was a little lighter than under 200 pounds. But he's actually around 220 pounds. So I think he's going to bring a lot to the table for the Redskins. Um, they've, you know, they've had some solid running backs in the, in the last couple of years. But this is definitely going to help them. Um, but here it is again. They got another defensive lineman from Alabama, and um, I, 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 I don't think they can go wrong with even just taking Alabama players in the first round. They are, they seem to pan out. Solid, solid kids. Uh, good, good citizens. You haven't heard of these kids coming in there getting in any uh, trouble. So, uh, and. Uh, uh, it's 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 uh, good to see the matchup now that or the uh, camaraderie and the uh, uh, synergy that they're going to have with uh, a couple of Alabama kids that have played together in a good system and they say just good technique. Uh, the coaches are pleased with them. Uh, so when the front office feels that way about having good, solid kids, uh, they're growing a good, solid uh, NFL players. Uh, it's, it's good all around, uh, good role models to follow there. So, Yeah. Hey, hey um, Ray, before we let you get out of here, man, I, I got I to gotta, um, point this out. You know, the, the Redskins were 7-9 and nine last year, and the way this league is now, you know, they changed coaches like, like you know, a lot of lot of lot of rich people change cars. You know what I mean? One two years, they get a new one. And um, so, at seven and nine last year, didn't make the playoffs. The team from their division won the Super Bowl. Philadelphia Eagles. How much longer are the Washington Redskins going to tolerate Gruden um, with a seven and nine record? If he comes up this year seven and nine, will he still be the coach? You think? I don't know if he'll still be there. You know, uh, uh, the owner there in Washington, I, I, I think he still might be paying Spurrier. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> he has, uh, has a couple of coaches uh, that he 
was paying there um, multiple years uh, after they left. So, uh, uh, yeah, Gruden has to step up or uh, instead of looking for that uh, duel between he, he and his brother, uh, it might only be one of them. Uh, so, yeah, he's he's going to have to get in the playoffs this year. They picked up Allen. Uh, they let uh, Cousins go. Uh, they think that the passing game is in good hands, uh, the running game. Uh, should be better, and like you say, they've had some guys that have produced in that running game, so uh, the defense is uh, getting to be more solid, keep some guys healthy, and uh, yeah, uh, I think Gruden has to get in the playoffs. I, I would agree, um, Ray. Hey, but Ray, thanks for calling, man. We got Van on the line, and uh, we're going to holler at him, but hey, don't be a stranger, Ray. We're here every Monday night on Sports Info U and VoiceAmerica.com. Van, what's happening? Hey, Daryl. How are you today? Hey, doing really good, man. Doing really good. Yep. I was listening to the previous conversation, you know, about the Redskins, and first thing I thought was, as long as that Dan Snyder owns the team, the Redskins will, you know, never be a quality team. You really think so? You think he's that yeah. bad? You think Dan Snyder is... Like who may yeah. not be the most popular owner in the league... I think, uh, I don't know, there's just something about this guy Snyder from the time he uh, got the team. He's had God knows how many coaches. And, and you know, I was just thinking about it. But for the most part, it's been, you know, average at best. You know, I was thinking about that, Van. Uh, Mike Shanahan was one of those coaches in there, too. You yeah. know, it was it was the Spurrier, Mike Shanahan. Um, yeah, who's, who's that? Gibbs, Joe Gibbs, he came back, so, remember, for a uh, second stint. Yeah, so, and, and I guess he's right. He's still paying a lot of coaches, so maybe um, Gruden will get to keep his job by forfeit. You know, how you just can't pay five coaches at one time, man. Yeah. You know? But don't you Come think on. coaches out there uh, are familiar with the owners, and if they have an opportunity, you know, to go with a team, they might say, well, I'd go to Washington if Snyder didn't own the team. I just can't really stand the guy. You know, do you think that enters into it, or is it more about money and the opportunity? I, I think I think it's I think it's about the opportunity, you know, yeah. because a lot of these guys look at an opportunity that they could work with anybody. It's not about the owner. It's about the players that I get and how I mold these players and how I not only mold the players, but mold their minds into winners, you know? So it's, I think it's all about the opportunity. I, you know, but they've been an average team for the last decade. When you say, uh, I, I, maybe, you know, like a couple I would years say so. ago, I've, did, didn't they, did they win the NFC East a couple of years ago? I can't even remember. But they had a pretty good team a couple of years ago, and then they went back into their old ways. And, I, and I'm an old-time Redskins fan. I find it very disappointing. Like in the years when Jack Ken Cook owned the team, you know, that was their heyday in the 80s. You had Bobby Beathard as general manager, Joe Gibbs. I mean, they were rolling. And then hey. you go to this guy Snyder, and they've just done the opposite. And they but had the hogs up front. Another toy. But for the fans, I, I feel sorry for the fans have to endure him. I would agree. And and um before we start before we leave these eighties eighties Redskins, 
John Riggins was that running back. I had I kept thinking about him. I was I was almost hurting my brain thinking because he was one of my favorite running backs back yeah. in the '80s. And I, I mean, and, and John Riggins was one of those guys. They say that after the game he'd be smoking a cigarette in the locker room. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's well, how yeah, it was. One of my in the favorite 80s. moments was uh, uh, when they beat Miami in the Super Bowl, and he scored on that end run. It's about forty yard run. Yeah. They yeah. gave him the lead, and he goes in the end zone. And, uh, I mean, the biggest play of the game, he turns around, goes up the official, and flips the ball to him. You know, like no big deal. Yep. Like he's, you know, like he's been there a lot of time. Today, they probably would have yeah. torn down the goalpost, you know. <laughs> yeah, I always enjoyed uh, watching Riggins play. Uh, yeah. And, man, and he, he left it on the field. You know, yeah. he's one of those guys had a bloody nose when he came off the field. He he left it on the field. You know, but um, yeah. before we get out of here, let's you know, I want to talk a little bit of what you think about the uh, Jaguars draft picks. Um, well, based on what I read today on the internet, and I think it's true, they didn't really have a. Apparently, they didn't think they had a big need because all the top first three rounds were players. Uh, they called them value picks. In other words, best player at the time, as opposed to, well, Cochran said he'd never reach for a player. So that these guys were the best pick at the time. And they probably won't start next year, but it'll be reserves. So I guess they're building up a, uh, uh, you know, second team. <laughs> okay. And I, and I, and I can see that. And I, I hadn't heard that. You know, yeah. I, I hadn't heard that, and um, but I, I, I could see exactly where Coughlin would be coming from that, and because yeah. the first kid, um, Brian, I think uh, I, I think he is a is it's like a project. I think maybe in about a year or so, um, he's going to be something to be reckoned with, and probably maybe even in this season here, he's going to get some playing time. Oh yeah, and the and rotation. I, yeah, and I think they are maybe maybe he's stockpiling something here, and he he sees oh, more yeah. than we see. Yeah, well, these guys yeah. Uh, like Malik Jackson. I don't know; he might not even be here next year. So you you know you you have to keep you know resupplying. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. And, uh, Coughlin's uh, convinced that you went on the defensive line and the offensive line, and that's what they're addressing. And Coughlin, Coughlin is from that um, you know Bill Parcell, Belichick. They're not going to overpay for players. You know no. they're gonna they're gonna raise them through their system, and they're not gonna over overpay for guys. They'll let them go before they overpay them. And uh, well, they let her punter go. That kind of surprised me, but I guess uh, it was one of those uh, cap issues. And they drafted one in the seventh they round. They drafted uh, one. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize they had tra- they had cut <laughs> yeah. the uh, punter because yeah. then I saw the guy guy in the draft. Yeah, Logan Cook. They took him in the in the in the seventh round, and and he must be good to um. Yeah. Uh, well, to, have you noticed the last two years the Jaguars number one, two, second round picks are uh, Southeast Conference players? Wow! No, I didn't know that. Well, yeah, well, last year they got uh, Cam Robinson and Fournette, and this year they got uh, this guy Brian and the receiver from LSU. I see what you're saying. Yeah. What and I'm the thinking first... is that these guys in these guys' minds, they're playing the level of football that most most resembles NFL football. I know we're oh, seeing NFL already. Oh, oh man. You really believe that? 
You really I believe that the SEC conference is a close thing? Same thing. to the ACC. They got a guy from North Carolina State. So, I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying that that the SEC is not a dominant conference, but there are other conferences in football that resemble um, the play of the NFL. Not that say not to say that they are. But these guys, and, and I'll even say that we find some of our best players from some of the smallest schools you'll, you'll even think of. Um, so I, I, I kind of, I, I, not, not that I resent that remark, but I just think that some, some of the best players that have ever played, Jerry Rice came from uh, Mississippi Valley State when, when yeah. at the same year, Eddie Brown came from the University of Miami. And there was speculation who should be drafted first. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and, my, and Miami won the national championship that year that Eddie Brown came out. Now, the following, the year before he came out, we won the national championship. But still, he was the best, what considered to be the best receiver. Eddie Brown. Yeah. And, and a lot of people didn't even know Jerry Rice coming out of college. Hey, well, um, Van, we got to get out of here, man. Uh, unknown Go conference. Ahead. But he, he had problems in the NFL when he first came in. Yes, he did. I remember uh, he, uh, it took him a while to adjust, but when he did, you know, <laughs> the rest is yeah. history. The rest is history. But I'm talking and about NFL ready. Uh, that's the only thing I'm saying. And, Take and, the SEC, the ACC. I think they have the players that are most NFL ready to play. I don't know. I don't know, Van. I just can't say that because when we look at some of the best defensive backs that have come out of college in the last, um, say, we just take a school that has produced the best defensive back, a group of them, I'd probably say Central Florida. Well, you got a point there. Well, Central Florida is yeah. probably the and, best and, team and, in Florida. And, and, then, and then you look at it and say, well, hey, um, they're not in the SEC. They probably could have whooped Florida's behind this year. The Gators last year, yeah. I mean. Oh, so, yes. um, so just you know, and 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 we look at um and and they're in a conference that's so so small that they won all of their games undefeated, won their bowl game, and still wasn't even considered for the national championship. Yeah, but they beat Auburn. And and and, 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 and beat what is Alabama? Ball, so Rick Scott what declared them play? national champions. What conference is Auburn playing? <laughs> I agree. Hey, man, we got to get out of here, man. We got to get out of here. Hey, yeah, man, take care. Again. We'll holler at you. Take it easy, man. It's always care. good. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night. I'll the football. I'll be calling. See you. Hey, appreciate it, man. Van. Hey, we got Red on the line. Red, what's happening? Oh, man, I hope we didn't lose, got Red. Daryl on the line. Red, Red what's happening? Uh, uh, Red, you know we're, we're here talking this, this about Info the radio. This Sports Info Radio, and we got Daryl on the line. Daryl, <laughs> what you think about that Buccaneers draft? Why do you grade it, sir? Well, if I was grading the Buccaneers draft... Huh? 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 I think... you think they address their needs? I think they address some needs. What I, I, needs I really did they not address? The worst need was, was secondary. They got three of them. They got three, but they took they a defense two attack and first. A they, look, look, look. they got two quarterbacks and Darrell Revis's little cousin who plays safety but also plays corner and running back. 
Man, they took a defensive tackle first pick. Come on now. Right, right. What? Come Slow on down. now. What? You mad at that pick? You mad at that pick? The man is three hundred fifty pounds. Who gonna move him? That's what I like to hear. Cricket. That's what I like to hear. Cricket. I like to hear crickets when I ask a question like that. He, 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 Who's he's three hundred. three hundred fifty huh? pounds, man. But I'm just saying, I really. And then on the and second pick, you take you a, a running back. You take a running back in the second round. A sixth pick right. in the second round. You with probably could have got that dude as a tackle a, in the second round with a sixth pick. No, not him, though. We could have got a tackle, no doubt. Not him, though. Maybe he him. He's a tackle. He's a top rated tackle. Wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up. Let, let's talk about how all of this right here unfolded. They was at number seven. They had their eye on this dude. They gave up the number seven pick to the Bills so they can get them a quarterback. They gave us, that gave us three second round picks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's how all that unfolded. And still got the guy that they wanted. See, yeah. Yeah. It was a very, it was very savvy. I mean, you might not agree with every pick that he made, but he addressed every need that we had, man. Every one of them. Oh, man. I really, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy that you're happy. With 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 mm-hmm. with the draft this year with mm-hmm. the, with the uh, Tampa Bay draft, I really am, man. And you think mm-hmm. Ronald Jones is going to be a good running back for you guys this year? I hey, I'm, I'm sure hoping so. I'm I don't sure think he so. is, and, I, and the reason I say this because because, because he, he's a little light in the tail, man. Five eleven, two hundred five, just not enough in this league, man. I mean, yeah, really? But yeah, well, I mean, how, how much Kamara weigh? You know, 5'11", 205 is just not enough in Look this at, league, oh, man. He's bigger than Doug Martin. Doug Martin was, what, what did they call him? Muscle Hampton. He, he was a that, more, man. Still, he, man. He, he, I'm saying this man was made of one muscle. You know, he took some steroids, man. Doug Martin took steroids. We got to understand that. He was a muscle runner through there, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Now this dude well, here, he's five eleven, man. We we, we, give, and, and we I, giving Doug Martin we giving Doug Martin the airtime and he's not a buccaneer no more. We talking about the youngin' right now. Okay, we're gonna talk about this youngin'. All right. Yeah. And I'm just saying yeah. he's five eleven, two oh five. That's just not mm-hmm. enough in this league, man. I mean you I don't know. You it's got, kind of the way he built though, Daryl. It's kind of the way he built, man. It is a lot of it is up top. I mean you see a lot of running backs and a lot of their weight like Doug Martin is from the waist down. This dude got is he built different? He a little taller. He he runs upright. I kind of don't like that about him. I mean that can be coached out of him, but uh, that's that's kind of hard. That's that's something that you get with fast guys. You know that. And, and that's another thing. When I, when I see this guy playing, when I see when I saw him in college playing, he didn't impress me with the speed. He had some long runs. But he man, didn't. He didn't have, are you kidding he, me? Okay, I'm saying, we'll man, he didn't. Have, he didn't have that blazing speed. The we'll blazing watch that speed. unfold too. We'll watch that unfold too. We will. We will. And, and, we'll and, watch and, that and, too. and the worst part but about the defense, it with this man, kid, the, the, the defense has been addressed, man. Chris Conti, I think he's out of there. There's too much competition in there for him. I think he will be beat out. Let's talk about Jones. One more. I don't want to wait. One more comment about Jones before we get mm-hmm. out of here. Jones' mm-hmm. biggest problem is. The day he gets to the Buccaneers camp, a lot is going to be asked of him because he's mm-hmm. a second-round pick running back, and I don't think he's ready 
to handle that kind of weight put on him. If, if he was he, walking into an offense where he was going to be second offense, it ain't about the playbook. Understand. If he could pick up that playbook and understand his pass protection, that would get a running back pulled out of the game quicker than anything. A running back can be running his ass off when he handed the ball, but if he can't protect, if he can't, he don't, he don't understand his uh, his responsibility in that pocket as far as big blitz pickup and stuff like that. That would get you pulled off the field quicker than anything. If he picked that up, if he picked that up, I think he'll be fine because he's gonna run the ball. He's gonna run the and ball. And I'm gonna tell you right now, this kid is not nearly as tough as Doug Martin. And Doug Martin suffered enough concussion last for the last three years, probably yeah, well, about the average yeah. in the NFL. Well, and I don't okay. think this kid here is gonna be as tough as Doug okay. Martin. Okay. I don't think okay. he's gonna We're... be able to run run between the tackles like okay. Doug Martin. And I just think that they could have gotten a better pick with that second round pick. Probably even probably an offensive lineman um, right, right, in that right. second yeah, round see, pick. Now you're getting away something from what to get something to. that they did not take in the whole draft. Not one offensive what, line what, have what? they taken in the draft. Say what now? Not one. No, they did take a guard. I take that back. I take they that back. They got probably the nastiest guard in the draft out the, uh, 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 the other day, bro. Are you kidding me? Where's yeah. the kid from? And, and you know what? I think he might start. I think he might start at the other guard position. Where, where, where is he from again? Humboldt State? He, he's from Humboldt State. And you and you watch the draft and you're like, oh, and people says, oh, my God, you should have seen Twitter. And Twitter just blowed up. Where is Humboldt State? Where did they get this dude from? What a stupid pick. As it turned out, they've been scouting the dude for three years. They knew what they wanted. They knew what they wanted. They was going to get that dude anyway. Anyway, just like he sounded like one of the best they, picks they, picked they got. Pet, they picked all the Marpet from Hobart College, and people said the same thing. Where in the hell is Hobart? What, what, what a stupid pick. This kid is on the verge of being a pro bowler. Okay? He's on the verge of being a pro bowler. Mark my words when I tell you that. All right? As it turned out, they had been scouting him for like three years. These cats hey. are working their ass off, man. I'm telling you. That offensive line ain't going to look like it did last year. Period. It ain't going to look like it did last year. The two tackles, they're going to be there. That interior, all that's going to change. They got the highest paid center in the league. They just drafted that dude, what I'm talking about, and Olimar Pettit, the other guard. That offensive line will not look like it did last year, bro. James that ran for his punch. life a lot last year. And the defensive line, and the, the defensive line has got the biggest overhaul in the league. When you look at it, JPP, Vinnie Curry on the other edge. They just drafted the kid. Oh, my God. I would have been saying that. We was already saying that before the draft. All right? They got Bo Allen from, from Philadelphia and Vinnie Curry. Already said that. But they got some other kid. He pushing the pushing for playing time, too. But they got Vitavia, man. He's 6'4", 350, and run a 5'1 in the 40, Now, How you going to sneeze at that? I wouldn't agree. I didn't agree with it. It surprised me, too. But I can't be mad at it. Because somebody's going to have to deal with that. Somebody, uh -oh. gonna, somebody furniture going to get moved, man. I, I like that now because I think some things new to, do, do need to be changed yeah, in, yeah. in Tampa. 
I really do. And I'll say this too. And, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this too because um, just like I told Van before he got up out of here, you know what I'm saying? All, all I'm saying is. You talking about the SEC? No. No, 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 no. The SEC has nothing to do with it. Dirk Cutter's record last year was 5 and 11. And I'm telling mm-hmm. you, I, I, that's, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm taller than that. You understand what I'm saying? I'm taller than that. <laughs> so damn I'm crazy. taller than that. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, if his record next year is, is, is 6 and 10, he's out of there, man. He's out of there. Nah, he has to go. We are not going to tolerate that as a fan. When we have players, when we have coaches like I can't even think of the uh, the, the um the uh, L.A. Um, Rams coach, but this kid came in, man, and did some dynamic things right away. So if he yeah, can he do it, it's somebody else. Team put together already. Fisher had that team together already. He took over something already, I mean, bro. I mean, I ain't taking nothing from him. I ain't trying to marginalize him. But I mean, I, hey, Listen he's a good coach. Listen to me. He's a good coach. Dirk Cutter has a very good program. He didn't. He wasn't. Uh, um, he he wasn't Dirk left. Dirk Cutter got a playbook. Dirk Cutter got a playbook for your ass. I'm telling you. It's when it get right. executed, somebody gonna be in trouble, man. You'll see it. You'll see it. You and will I'm see it, man. Saying last year he was five and eleven. Yeah, and yeah. Yo, I mean, yo, you remember all them offenses was running up and down the field on, on for Atlanta a few years yes. back before he got yes. there. Do you remember yeah. the offenses? That was his offense. When his right. offense get executed, I'm telling you, man, it's going to be trouble for some people. I'm telling man, you. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and the schedule, man, that right off the bat, they gave us the Saints. We got the Super Bowl champs at home. And then Monday night football, we got the Steelers, man. Red, I'm going to say this. Monday I'm gonna say, night. Check this out. Check this out. I have a, a very good friend of mine. I mean, I, I owe this man a lot. He did a lot for me as a as a human being, as a coach. And uh, his name is Mark Tressman. And Mark Tressman was a, a great offensive coordinator and had an opportunity to be a head coach two times in the NFL, but he was never successful as a head coach in the NFL. And I'm telling you, some people are just not head coaches. They don't know how to lead men. They can be good X's and O's and write stuff down on a chalkboard and say, go here and go there and do this and do that. But when they start to talk about leading men and bringing them together, some yeah. people are just not good at leadership. And I don't see Dirk Carter as being that guy. And nothing taking, taking nothing from um, Coach Trustman um, because he won in, in the Canadian football, you know, but he was never successful in the NFL, and I just think that Cutter is that guy, man. He ain't not gonna be good, and he's he's just not a good leader of men. That's just what it is, man. Hey, well, man, I mean, it's, what, been, it's been two years. I mean, I hate. You. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Hey, man, thanks for calling. We love it when you call. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I love it. I love it when I call too. <laughs> I love to get them crickets about you. I love getting them crickets about you. 
Hey man, I want you to hold on. Listen to that one. Go keep it on the internet and listen to it. Cause we getting ready to throw some shade on some of these NFL players, man. Acting a fool out here. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> hey, but, hey, we gotta go because we gotta take a quick commercial break, man. Hey, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we will be throwing some shade on some of these NFL players and we're gonna talk about the NBA. We'll be right back after these messages. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Scott on the line with us. Scott, what's going on? Oh, not much, Daryl. What's going on? Hey man, I'm loving this uh, life. Just like listening that, uh, to you a minute ago, uh, what that guy that was talking about the SEC. Yeah, <laughs> I think they're all uh, got, have that in their head that the SEC is is they're a good conference, but they're not everything. I, 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 other I would than agree. Alabama, I, I would agree. You, you know, you and um, take a look at the drafts. Uh, ACC, other than the extras that Alabama put put out there. ACC was right there with the SEC. Yep. And, and you know, um, I think it's almost like a part of the country that you find certain athletes. And and, and I could be wrong. You know, up in Wisconsin, we're going to find a lot of the um, offensive linemen from up that way. Uh, Pennsylvania, yep. a lot of offensive linemen 
out that uh, that way too. Um, so maybe in Florida we find a few more skilled position players. Um, Texas we find a few more skilled, and I, and I don't even think that's the case anymore. You know that may have, that may have been something that we said maybe in the eighties and nineties, but now. Um, the game is 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 revolutionized to where these guys are practicing all year long. We have these training facilities now. We have these private schools that travel all over the world, all over the United States to play game like what what we have here in um in Florida with the IMG Academy. You know, so things have changed. They they really have changed. You know. Now, if if he wants to say. Uh, there's a lot of players coming out of the southeastern United States. Yes, you could say that, uh, but as far as a conference, nah, I don't, I don't buy that one because I mean you got a lot of teams that are in the southeast that's from the ACC. So I mean that is irrelevant uh, on what gets picked. Now I can tell you, Alabama, they are a step above everybody else. They have been for a little while, but. That's going to change. That's going to change. I I, th- I think it is. It, I think it's going to change. I, I really do. Um, you know, um, I mean, if you you look at it back in the eighties and nineties, I mean, Miami was uh, that team. You know, we were the first ones to put six first rounders in one year in the NFL. So I mean, th- there's a. You know, you know, teams go around, they come around and go around, you know. Uh, we've and, and, had our bad few years, so now, now we're starting to turn things around. I think we are turning things around. Um, I, I, I really think Miami is, 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 is on the rise. Uh, I think our fan base, man, is really so excited in Miami now because – a lot of these people down there, they've heard about the great Kane teams and the teams that went undefeated and national championship, five national championships. And, you know, some of these people, you know, weren't even born when we won our last national championship at uh, 2001. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a big thing now for them to see the Canes back and winning. At one point last year, we were 10-0. and 0. We lost three games in a row. But one point last year, we were 10-0, and 0, Scott. That's right. That's right. That city was on fire. Everybody the city was, was looking, on fire. Looking at, at what was going on, and especially some of these recruits, you know, they they know there's something special going on down there. And I think you know, just a, a year. Heck, I think we're above our time last year. Next year, this coming year, we're going to be back up there. We're not falling down for for a while. I mean, we, we we're getting great recruits, and uh, it, it's it's going to be promising for the next few years it is going to be promising things are looking up in miami man and um you know uh, i was down there a couple weeks ago and i i, I was on the field with, with some of the players with the whole team and as a matter of fact i ate dinner with the whole team almost all of them a couple of them were missing um they said they had some community service that they had to do but um i tell you we really are a bigger and stronger team um travis homer this kid looked like he's gained about maybe 10 pounds since I saw him last year. He is bigger now. I mean, he's a big dude, man. Um, 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 uh, Nikosi uh, Perry, uh, he's bigger now. I mean, he looked like he's gained 20 pounds from the freshman scrangly kid that I saw coming in there. So I, I, I really think uh, it's, a, it's a lot of good things going on down there. 
Um, Mark Rick is Mark Rick, Mark is very excited. Um, the new indoor stadium is almost completed, so it's a lot of good things happening in Miami. And I'm gonna tell you, our locker room now is second to none. You know, when you walk into that locker room, it's like you walking into a, a NFL locker room. So right. these kids are not, you know, they're not they're not lacking anything down there now. So I'm right. excited too. Yep. Uh, you going I'm to the game in to, Texas? Uh, go ahead. Are you going to the game in Texas? I, I'm I'm trying to uh, uh, make plans for that. Uh, I uh, my cousin has a, a hookup, and uh, well, me and him's gonna try to make it over there. I like that. Uh, yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a, it's gonna be a good game. <laughs> to start the season off, oh man, that's gonna be a great game. Yeah, that is gonna be a great game. Oh man, I'm I'm really excited about that, man. I'm telling one, one hey, um, for you. What what do you ahead. think on uh, uh the Luther Campbell uh and uh um his face uh, throwing at him about the uh, uh being a uh, Miami supporter? Uh I didn't I didn't hear anything about that. Well, they're they're making a, a comment about you know what uh, Luther Campbell's been doing for Florida State, you know, getting players recruited for Florida State, you know, and I think his son might have been uh, one of the recruits. And uh, anyway, uh, he's talking about Luther Campbell hasn't really did uh, you know did help Miami on anything here lately, you know. If he, he's such a, a big fan. Uh, it, it's you know, put your money where your mouth is, because a lot of the former players have put a lot of money into the organization. Where uh, he can't recall anything Luther Campbell's uh, uh, donated or, or helped out financially with. I don't. I, I saw well, it was Jonathan Vilma and Luther Campbell engaged in a, yeah, tw- in, yeah. a uh, in a Twitter Jonathan fraud. Vilma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 this is the first I've heard of, but I am gonna check it out though, Scott. You know, and and I'm gonna tell you, man, Jonathan Vilma is a stand-up guy. I'm gonna tell you, if he said oh, it, I won't oh, listen yeah, no to doubt. it, and I'm gonna pay attention. But, you know, to it. it's good when, when you got former players. I mean, elite players like he was. You know, you know, really calling people out that that that, that needs to be called out because, uh, you know. Uh, you know, he was a big supporter back back in the day. As far as yep. uh, he put money into to it, but it was a uh, uh, illegal money at the time. <laughs> <laughs> hey Scott, we got to get out of here, man. Hey, hey, and we'll holler at you, Scott. Thanks for calling, buddy. Right, Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night. I holler at you. Thanks, Scott. Hey, um, I tell you, man, one last quick story before we get out of here. Me and Scott went to a Florida State game with his one of his cousins who was a state trooper. Man, we rolled like 90, 80, 90 miles an hour the whole trip. Man, we got there in like two hours. It's unbelievable. But anyway, boy, that was a good trip, too. Oh, that was a real good trip. I think we even lost. Wow. Hey, guys, we'll be back next week with more sports information and don't forget about that NBA we didn't talk much about it this week but LeBron has moved on playing the Philadelphia no 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 I take that back Philadelphia and the Celtics are playing and LeBron is going to be playing Toronto I think he might squeeze out on the right team on uh, LeBron because uh, I don't think Toronto got what Philadelphia holding on to this year hey and don't forget 
Oh, Steph Curry's coming back, and that might be over for the West if Steph Curry's coming back. Hey, guys, we'll be back next week with more sports information. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then. We'll see you then.